take your Bibles and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Um, this past week, uh, Sherry and I had the opportunity, along with uh, William and Rebecca and our grandkids and other members of our family, to uh, spend a week down at the beach. And it made me appreciate even more um, the team that's working hard on putting the, the videos together and the recordings and and, and all those kind of things that we can go online and, and worship and, uh, and listen to the messages. And so I've, I really appreciate all the people that are doing that too. And uh, Mark, I really appreciate your message last week um, in my absence. Uh, so thankful to uh, have a youth and missions pastor uh, who uh, is so committed to the word of God and, and uh, bringing it in the way that he does for us and for our young people. Uh, praise God for him and, and his family as well. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 is a reminder um, that some things never change. Here we are in the middle of the uh, Olympic Games in 2020. Um, it's kind of. It's the 2020 Games in 2021. You know, it's a weird year, weird two years. Um, these games have been going on a long time. People have been uh, have been amazed by by great athletes for a long time, including the Apostle Paul. And this morning, as we look in First Corinthians, the Corinthians had their own games. Their athletes also competed in the Olympics as well, but they also had their their own Corinthian games. That they invited people from around the the um, empire, the, the Greek. Uh, uh, world and the Roman world as, as well. And here the Apostle Paul takes a look at the Corinthian or Olympic athlete and makes a comparison to us and to himself. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, the Apostle Paul says, Do you not know that in a race... All the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Now, this is before participation ribbons, okay? Um, only one person got to wear that wreath that I brought, brought up to, to the kids this morning. One person. Might be 10 people in the race, might be 20 people in the race, might be 30,000 in the race if you're doing July 4th um, in Atlanta, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. The Apostle Paul, in, in the earlier part of chapter 9, was describing the efforts 
that he made, the lengths at which he would go to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. He worked hard at that. Now, he was an apostle. That word means sent one. He was one that was specifically chosen by the Lord Jesus to go out and to represent Jesus, to represent the church, to represent the kingdom of God wherever he went and to plant churches of new believers that would come to Christ in those areas where he would go. And he worked hard at it. He did, it wasn't an easy job. Now, we have, we have people right now that are doing similar kinds of work all around the world. In this particular year and a half, two years, it's been even more difficult than usual. But they are, they are similar to what the Apostle Paul is describing of himself. But here he's not just talking to people that were apostles or to people that are missionaries or the people that are, that are called to some specific kind of, of difficult work. He's talking to all of us who are believers in Jesus Christ. He wants all of us to look at the Olympics, to look at these athletes, to look at the way they train, to look at the way they compete, to look at the way they, they, they work, the efforts that they make, and he wants us to look at ourselves and not say, now, are you an athlete like that? He doesn't expect that. That's not the goal. It, it, it wouldn't be his charge to tell us to, to become better athletes. He's saying, use that effort. Use that determination. Use that drive. Use that willingness to sacrifice to grow in your faith and to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Take it as serious as those athletes do. Now, that's really serious. If you've been watching any, and if you've ever watched any, you know the, the background stories of some of these athletes is amazing. And then the next, the, the, the Paralympics, the stories will be even more amazing because of the things that those athletes have to overcome. But it, it, is, it is amazing. Many of us have participated in athletics or or. or um, music or drama or other things that, that require that, that dedicated devotion and, 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 and determination and focus. But few of us have done the, the kinds of work that Olympic athletes do. The Apostle Paul was, was amazed as he, and he probably saw a number of these games, was just amazed at what these, in, that, in their case, what these men could do with their bodies. Now we have men and women that are, that are making those sacrifices. That are spending that time. And we think, well, I mean, you know, there's only so many, there's only so many parents that are going to drive their little kids to swimming practice at five in the morning every day, you know, for 16 years. And, and they're right. But those, those kids' parents did. There's only, there's only so many people that can have that kind of focus for that long of a period of time to become an expert as they do in these various sports. But the Apostle Paul opens it up to every single one of us and says, put that kind of effort into your faith, into your life in this world. The crown that the, that the Olympians, that the Corinthian athletes received was very, very fleeting. This life 
is very, very fleeting. We need to keep our focus on that fact and make sure that the efforts and the energy that we're putting in to our lives is involved in the things that are going to last forever. The Apostle Paul said the, these, these athletes that, that are competing, they do it for this, for this brief moment, for this fleeting prize. But there's a crown being prepared for us that's going to last forever. This morning I've been thinking about many of our dear friend uh, Lisa Thornton as today's her birthday. And many of you know Lisa, she's with the Lord has been for a number of years but i think of of the fact that she never she never got a a gold medal uh in any in any olympic game she she was never a famous person when i think of somebody who used their opportunities i think of her she was somebody who uh, who suffered a lot of physical ailments for a long time in her life from from a young person uh, until she passed away at the age of 40 and I remember numbers of times she was discouraged because she was having to go back into the hospital and sometimes she would go in and she'd have to stay in there for a week or two or sometimes longer and anybody who's been in the hospital knows that one day is too long and I remember sometimes I'd get the call and she'd say "I'm, I'm going back in for this or that and I said I'll be praying for you Lisa and and she said hey and pray for the people that God has in there for me to be a witness to I love that I love that prayer request when I'm going into the hospital I'm going in because I'm hurting and I'm thinking about me she overcame that and was able, even though she was hurting and she, and she obviously had some need that she was having to go in the hospital for, her focus was on how she could even use that opportunity of going into the hospital to be a servant for Christ. Not like a man running aimlessly, as the Apostle Paul said, which unfortunately is a picture of many of us at times. And some of us, some of us remember at different times, if you have the patience to watch the, the coverage of the marathon, sometimes toward the end of the marathon, some of those guys and girls kind of start losing it, and they don't know which end is up and which direction is going, kind of like what, what they've been describing as, as these uh, twisties that some of the gymnasts get, you know, where they, when they're in the middle of their acrobatics and all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're, they're like a diver who, wait a minute, you've got to follow the bubbles. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what to do. They get disoriented. That's a picture of a lot of us in our lives. We lose focus. We forget what we're here for. We think we're just here for these temporary things like gold medals. And we forget that God is interested in eternity. And us using these lives, these bodies, these minds the resources that he's given us, that he wants us to use these things 
for things that will last forever, that will be a part of the crown that we receive at the judgment seat of Christ, which is described a little bit more clearly, not, not crystal clearly, but a little bit more clearly in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'd encourage you to look at that later. But there's coming that day when each of us will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and receive from him the things that we deserve for what we've done while we lived in this life. Now, that's not saying that we're going to be given eternal life because we've done good things. It's not saying that at all. The, the whole of Scripture teaches that the only way that we can be saved, the only way that we can be forgiven of our sins, the only way that we can have the gift of eternal life is by putting our faith, our trust, our belief in Jesus Christ. That's it, period. Nothing else. But the things that we do with our lives after we receive Jesus Christ, the things that we do in this body are going to have an impact in the rewards that God is going to give us that are going to last for all eternity. And that should be our focus in our lives. Because that's the part of life that's going to last the longest. We talked about this a few, uh, maybe a month or so ago. When we think about training, you know, athletes train, we think about training our kids. We're training our kids for more than the, than the immediate action that they're in right now. Sometimes it feels like all that we're focused on is what's going on right now. But the things that we're doing with our kids, the training that we're giving them, is about later on. It's for when they're working jobs, for when they're married, for when they're raising their own kids. All those kind of things. That's why we, that's why we put all this time into, into training them. Because we want to prepare them for the, the times of life that are going to last the longest. Well, the time of life that's going to last the absolute longest is eternity. And that should be our major focus, not only in the training of our kids, but in our own training. And so it would be wise for us. And again, I know some of you are boycotting the Olympics. I understand. So I'm sorry to bring it up, make you listen to, make you listen to Olympic stories. But regardless of what's going on politically, and remember the, the Olympics and the Corinthian Games, they've been involved in politics ever since their inception. They've always been that way. But they still give us something to look at that reminds us of the rewards for hard work and focus. The Apostle Paul, inspired by God, used them in that way. I think we can use them in that way as well. To think about the efforts that we need to be making to grow in our faith and to serve the Lord Jesus Christ that we can take seriously this amount of time that we have. How much time is that? We don't know. We don't know. Again, as, I'm, as, I, as I reflect on Lisa's life today, she had 40 years. I think about my grandson, he had two days. Thinking about my dad, He's just about ready to go into his 85th year. A lot of variety. A lot of variety represented in this, in, the, in this group today too. We don't know. But we do know this. That every day we're given, as Ron mentioned this morning in, in, in welcoming, 
Every day that we're given is a gift from God. We, we recognize that today when we, when we sit out here in his creation like this. Every day is a gift from God. And if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, then dedicate yourself as an athlete in training. Dedicate yourself to grow in your knowledge of God's word and in your service of Jesus Christ. Some of that service revolves, revolves around and relates to the local church. Some of that service revolves around and relates to your family. Some of that service revolves around and relates to that school that your kids are in or that you work in or that job that you work or that association that you're a part of. There are, there are many different avenues, many different opportunities, many different venues that the Lord gives us to serve him. Some of the athletes that are competing you know, over these weeks, some of them are believers in Christ and using their opportunities to be a witness for Christ. Making their temporary victories have some eternal value to them. Another great example that we can follow as we see some of them profess their faith in Christ. But the opportunity is here for us. It, it doesn't take gathering together all the athletes and putting them in, in, you know, in one city. It just takes us recognizing what God has done for us through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and deciding I'm going to use everything that I am, however I can use it for his glory. And for me to do that, I'm going to need to know what he says. So step one in recommitting ourselves to being completely and totally committed to the work that God has given us is a reminder that we've got to know his word. Many of you are, are committed to his word and are, and, are, and are taking time every day or regularly during the week. Demonstrating it often by, by being here on Sunday mornings for our, for our Bible study classes and for our worship service where we focus on the word of God. Bringing your children to be a part of these services and, and these classes. All these very important things. Getting ready and serving, um, preparing lessons for the kids in our, in our morning Bible studies for them on Sunday mornings and the, the upcoming um, Sunday, Sunday afternoons um, opportunities that we're going to have for the kids. Taking advantage of all those things is critically important. And I want to encourage you to recommit yourself. For some of you, you felt like it was a Herculean effort to get here this morning. Because of, because of what you're going through. Whether physically or mentally or spiritually, whatever the case. And I want to commend you. Keep doing that. Keep making that effort, even if it's tough. Because it will pay off for you to know the word of God. And to serve the Lord Jesus Christ is going to pay off for you. I promise you that. I stand on the promises of God's word in telling you that, in making that guarantee. It will pay off for you. I can't tell you how to invest your money. Okay? I could give you some ideas, and then you'd hate me sometime. Because I told you that, and it didn't work quite like I thought it would. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you, even with all the information I'm getting on, on how to take care of the human body, I can't tell you exactly what food to eat or not to eat and all those kind of things. 
I can't get into that. There's too many varying opinions, but I can tell you this. You will never regret. You will never regret spending more time in the Word of God, learning what He says about Himself and about you as you relate to Him. You will never regret a single time that you open the pages of this book or look on your device to see the Word of God. You will never regret taking those moments to do that. Never. And there's coming a day when you stand at the judgment seat of Christ when you're going to be so glad you did everything that you did in relation to the Word of God and your obedience to it. And my goal for you as your pastor, my goal for myself, is when I stand there, is to, is to recognize that I took advantage of the opportunities that he gave me that would pay off for these eternal rewards that he desires to present to me and to you that will last for all eternity and will somehow enable us to continue to bring him the honor and glory that he deserves throughout our entire eternal existence. Now that starts getting kind of freaky when you start thinking about it. Because eternity is something that we have a very difficult time relating to because everything that we do has a beginning and an end. It always has and it always will until the day we enter eternity. Then all that time stuff is going to change. It's hard for us to figure that out. It's hard for us to relate to it. But believe it. Believe everything that God has said in his word is true. He's proven that over and over and over again. So the things that haven't come yet, that haven't been fulfilled yet, they're going to be fulfilled. Remember that. And so keep your eyes, as the, as the Olympic athlete does, keep your eyes fixed on that day when you're going to stand before the Lord Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed there. Remember that. As the athletes were, have been thinking about, you know, in, they were thinking that it was going to happen in 2020 and they were all primed and ready and then got canceled made it even more difficult they had this you know more time to spend and, and different kinds of training because of all the different things were closed and shut down and all that kind of stuff they kept on going let that serve as an example for us to not get distracted to not lose focus but to remember who we're serving and what we're looking forward to and remember, this is not a selfish thing. To think of ourselves receiving rewards from the Lord Jesus Christ is not a selfish thing. It's not selfish at all. It would be if we were demanding rewards from God. But we're not. We're obeying Him by preparing ourselves for the rewards that He wants to give us. Remember that. It's not selfish thinking. This is God-glorifying thinking. We want to receive from him what he has prepared for us. This is a, an amazing way for us to give him glory, is to live our lives with his word in our minds, recognizing that eternity is the most important time of our lives, and that's what we should be living for. That's what we should be studying for. That's what we should be preparing for. Oh, certainly we have all the other things that we've got to take care of. But as we grow in our knowledge of God's word, as we grow in our relationships with others within the body of Christ, we find out 
that all these other things that seem like distractions, they turn out not to be distractions. They turn out to be opportunities for us to do the things that he's taught us in his word to do. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful way that he's worked these things together. So we don't, we don't necessarily have to give up everything in our lives to serve Christ. But we learn to serve Christ in these things in our lives. Now, certainly there are things that, that, that because of the morality of, of them and that kind of thing, we, we can't do that. But as we learn the things that we can do, which is most of the things that he provides, that he, that he gives us these opportunities for, so many things that we can do that we can be involved in, but we can do them and, and be involved in them for his glory, to be a witness for him, to lift up his name in all of those, in, in all of those ways, and not to get caught up in the temporary nature of those things, trying to gather for ourselves these things, these rewards, these these recognitions that do not matter, that do not last. But we instead can be different in the way that we serve, in the way that we interact, in the way that we participate. Because our focus is representing the Lord Jesus Christ according to what his word tells us how we, how we do that representation. Again, it all comes back to our preparation in the word of God. And that's what the Apostle Paul is reminding us this morning as we as we look at this passage. Yes, some of us are pretty good athletes. Some of us are young and we're going to be great athletes. Some of us are old and we look back at the way it was, at the, go- at the golden days of our, of our athletic careers. But let's let all of that focus bring us to the focus on the reward that God wants to give us at the judgment seat of Christ. That crown that will last forever. Let's bow together for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you this morning for the opportunity that we've had and are enjoying right now to worship you, to praise you, under these trees that you've made hundred or so years ago that you've enabled to live and thrive and give us shade and remind us of your power of your wisdom Father to enjoy the breeze that's blowing in our faces that's keeping us cool on a hot summer day because of the way that you've made this universe and and put this world right where you want it to be in that to have all the weather systems that that work together the way that they do and here we are this morning enjoying so much of it father as we think of you we thank you that you've also thought of us and that you not only provide for us water to drink and food to eat and shade from the sun and opportunities to enjoy your creation but you've also provided for us a savior to forgive us of our sins to give us not only opportunities 
to enjoy this life, but you've given us through him the opportunity to enjoy eternity in your presence. And so we pray, Father, for those who are still living only for the temporary. We pray that you would remind them through this word this morning and through many other passages in your word that they will read in the future. Help them to see that putting their trust in Jesus Christ, believing in what he has done for them, because he is your son, because he did live a perfect life, because he did die on the cross for the sins of all who would believe in him, because he did rise again from the dead to offer that life to every person who says, yes, I believe in you, Jesus. And to give us, as we sang earlier, to give us your Holy Spirit when we believe, to seal us for all eternity, to give us the guarantee, the promise that we will live with you forever. Father, help them to see that this morning and to give up the efforts that they've been making. As strong and as good as those efforts have been, that they would recognize that their efforts will never be enough. But they can put their trust in Jesus. They can say yes to what Jesus has done for them and what Jesus has offered them. And that this very moment, on August 1st, 2021, they can become a part of your family. Because your word, Father, never changes. And you said that to whoever whoever believed in Jesus, whoever received him, that you gave them the right to become children of God. So we pray that if there are any with us this morning who have not yet become children of God, that they would do that today by saying, yes, Jesus, I believe in you. I give up everything else that I've been trying to do to earn my my way to you. And I put my trust in what you have done for me. And Father, I pray that as we think about what's going on in Tokyo for the next week, that we would remember that we are also finely tuned athletes. Oh, not of the athletic sort, but of the spiritual sort. That we can also train like Olympians in your word and in prayer and in fellowship and encouragement with one another and in service to the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to remember that. Help us to use our time. Help us to use our efforts. Help us to use our resources. Help us to use our focus. Help us to use our concentration on the things that last forever as we see them in your word. Father, we know it's hard. We know that it's difficult. That's why so many don't do it. But like the Olympic athletes, Father, help us to put the time in using these minds that you've given us, using these resources that you've given us to dig in and find out what you say. And then by the power of your Holy Spirit and the help of your body, we will do what we read. We will do what you say. And we pray that you will be glorified through us, not only now, but also for eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as the praise team makes their way back up to the stage here, 
we want to give you an opportunity. If you've put your trust in Christ this morning or sometime recently and you haven't let anybody know it yet, we invite you to come down to the front and let us know that so that we can celebrate uh, what God is doing in your life, what God has done in giving you eternal life and give you some encouragement, some instruction in following through and and growing in your faith. Maybe you're already a believer in Christ and you want to join the fellowship here of Midway Community Church. We invite you to come down to the front as well so that we can introduce you and welcome you to this body uh, to, to let everybody know that, yes, you want to be a part of this particular local church family uh, to grow with us, to encourage us, to be encouraged and to, and to be, in, um, be prayed for and to pray all the, all the different things that we do together uh, as a church. Uh, we invite you to come and do that. But all of us, as we sing this song, Let's commit ourselves, like the athletes have, have done so many times in their lives, let's commit ourselves once again to being the man or woman, boy or girl, that God wants us to be using this life for his glory. Let's stand together as we sing. <laughs>